reaching the fault lines of today. This is Reform This with Dr. Zudi Jasser on the Blaze Radio Network. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. What would another horrific week in national security and global security be without more attacks by ISIS this week? This time only 20 miles from Syria, we saw an attack upon a wedding in a small Turkish town, and the suicide bomber was thought to be a small child, somewhere around 12 years old, that horrifically killed somewhere upwards of 50 people, and 12 to 14 of them were children, and the the carnage was just beyond horrific and one may ask why why is isis supposedly an islamic organization killing more muslims 20 miles from syria most of whom may have been sunnis along with them well again remember isis's mission is global chaos isis's mission is to destabilize those countries those nation states that are part of what they see as the establishment of states that are attacking them. So Turkey, for all of its dysfunction and pro-Islamism, which ISIS refuses to see because its pro-Islamism is helping more brotherhood-type groups or even Al-Qaeda, Jubat al-Nusra, which are even moderate compared to the, the depravity and viciousness of ISIS, as if that's possible. But at the end of the day, they see Turkey as an Ottoman vestige. They see it as a place in which Sunnis are escaping their lands while they escape Assad, but also escaping ISIS. And the less Sunnis, even though Sunnis are 65 70% in Syria, the less Sunnis there are there, the less able they're going to be able to win by sheer numbers. And that's why Assad's mission last year and the year before was handing out millions of passports in order that the Sunnis depopulate in an ethnic cleansing MO. So Turkey became that conduit of half a million, if not almost a million refugees that for many reasons. And now if you look at Erdogan's response, this week, he has blamed not only ISIS, but blamed the Gulen uh, movement, uh, uh, blamed the secularists, everyone except his theocratic AKP party, which has been using the, the recent so-called coup attempt in order to solidify power and further end vestiges of democracy that are part of Turkey. But again, another attack this week more horrific eschatological endings. We saw the Dabak magazine a couple weeks ago with a cross on it that talked about the destruction of all of those who are non-Muslim believers and the subjugation of minorities. 
And we see in Iraq another attack by ISIS, by another child, 13, 14 years old, that committed the suicide bombing. Now, the disease in Iraq is also related to a lack of nationalism, a lack of, because Iran has basically taken over Baghdad, we see many Sunnis that were secular Ba'athists just allowing ISIS to, to wreak havoc on the country, and that will continue, and especially in our absence, that will grow. And as we talk about Iran, you know, I have to say this week, Senator Kirk from Illinois hit the nail on the head when he said, President Obama, as the Wall Street Journal reported, was basically acting more like the drug dealer-in-chief as he handed over $400 million in non-American bills on pallets to Iran through delivery onto their airplanes. And, you know, listen, regardless of the excuses, I have to tell you that the thing I wanted to talk to you about is this whole story is still evolving four weeks after the story broke from the great reporting by the Wall Street Journal that laid out all of the disconnects in which the timing, the the release of the money only after the prisoners were released, and then the denials of the Obama administration to say that they weren't connected. And then, as we expressed so many thought leaders to say that, wait a minute, it doesn't matter what the Obama administration thought, what did the Iranians think? And clearly they connected the two. And then after weeks of pressure, it turns out the Obama administration did admit that it was used as leverage. When first they said the two groups didn't even talk. And now the deal was $1.7 billion. We know what happened to $400 million and they're saying, sorry, we are not going to tell you how the $1.3 billion was transmitted. As somebody, a friend of mine mentioned to me, it was probably transmitted in, you know, uh, 1,000 increments of uh, $9,999, wherever the math would add up. But the bottom line is, is that, is this the cartel? This is how Middle Eastern cartels act. It horrifies me that my family escaped to come to this land of freedom and democracy and that its checks and balance were based on transparency that our media keeps us safe by exposing these realities, and yet even as it exposes it, it turns out that even when the story was made out by the Wall Street Journal, President Obama and his cartel were lying about it repeatedly, over and over. And nobody, it just seems to be business as usual that the president can lie about what we did in order to come to a deal to release our prisoners. And oh, forget, it doesn't matter that this happened back in January and that we still had then, oh, surprise, we had sailors taken off boats by the Iranians that then we had to get back by Secretary Kerry's negotiations. Nobody's saying, well, wait a minute, it became open season on our men and women. Forget the fact that we had what was possibly a CIA asset that just last month was was killed and publicly executed by the Khomeini, by the Khomeini regime. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, what has happened to our government? They're lying to us as as a regular MO 
And yet, he comes and goes to the golf course. The Syrian genocide continues. Iran fuels that. They're beginning to use the money to buy missiles from Russia. Russian cooperation is being normalized. All the while this week, just a few days ago, it was again exposed that they had targeted the computers. The Russian intelligence had targeted the computers of the New York Times, reporters and others, which are is an attack, is an act of war against the United States. And yet, I'm sorry, both candidates on both parties are hands off, gloves off when it comes to the Russians. This is embarrassing. This is not the democracy I know. And I hope our fourth estate wakes up and begins to hold them accountable for the attack by the Russians on us, the acquiescence to Iran, and the bold-faced lies that came from the Obama administration as the story unfolded. That's the biggest part of the story, is the deceit from Josh Ernest and from the spokespeople that tried to massage this in a way that just made it clear that they were operating like a Middle Eastern cartel like a, a backroom deals in the tribes that come to a deal. The people don't matter. They just hand off pallets of cash in exchange for this and that promise. And Clinton's no different. We're finding out that tens of millions were, were passed into the coffers of the Clinton Foundation in exchange for what's called pay for play. What they're calling that as she made deals with these countries, they then all of a sudden needed to provide a uh, spontaneous donation to the Clinton Foundation. Cha-ching! That's how it works. And as we expose it, it just sort of goes in one ear and out the other. Do the American people care about this? I hope they do. When people ask, where are the moderate Muslims? We are being suffocated by pallets of cash into regimes that assassinate reformers, assassinate feminists, assassinate minorities and people who want religious freedom. We need to hold our government accountable, and the media needs to begin to expose the implications of financial exchanges, dishonesty, and bold-faced lies coming from the executive branch. Reform This with Dr. Zudi Jasser. Reaching the fault lines of today. The Blaze Radio Network.